Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Very edgy of you, Kyle. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, for making your way here, checking out the series. Hit that subscribe button. You know the drill. Put out three new interviews every single week, a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. A great way to keep up with your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. All the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you like to get your podcasts from. I'm Kyle Mayer. Today, my guest, JoJo, back with a new EP, Trying Not to Think About It. Uh, we're going to be talking about that and its first single, Worst, I Assume, and building the new songs around mental health and negative patterns and how depression affects your relationships. The uh, singer, songwriter, actress... Uh, goes on to discuss how Joni Mitchell's Blue, uh, that album, lent a heavy dose of inspiration when looking towards the lyrics. Uh, musically, looking towards like classic Usher, Justin Timberlake, uh, Timbaland with Aaliyah, that era, and more recent artists like Her, Victoria Monet, and Silk Sonic. Now, we're also going to talk about collaborating with Diane Warren on last year's uh, single, The Change, and her upcoming tour dates, which she calls some of her, her most intimate shows ever, and the future possibilities of vinyl versions of the uh, albums that she re-recorded just a few, uh, few years ago. But it's mostly about trying not to think about it. Let's do this. It's Kyle Meredith with JoJo. Hi, Kyle. How are you? I'm great. I was just telling you before we started this that I've had... A whole year and a half of like being, you know, kind of in and out of the house, mostly in. And I still haven't figured out how to have a good setup for interviews. So <laughs> my apologies. It looks great. You, you really, I, I'm telling you that right now. What you've got going on right now, you look, everything looks good. It's a good background. Right, you know, we've all had to figure that out. So I like what you have uh, working with right there. So it's. <laughs> Sitting on the floor, couch behind me. It's yeah, a good shot. 
So uh, congratulations is in order because as we speak, you've announced um, not only a brand new single with, uh, with Worst, I assume, uh, but also a, a brand new collection. Uh, I'm going to say collection because we're going to get to that in a moment called uh, Trying Not to Think About It. Uh, first off, what I've heard so far with this first single is so great as always. So, I mean, wow, congrats. It's great to have new music from you again. Thank you. It feels so good to put out new music because as artists, I think we can tend to obsess over things and nitpick it. And that actually lends itself to what this whole project in its entirety is about. Toxic thoughts and negative patterns and how our anxious or depressed uh, thoughts or experiences can contribute to our relationships, like starting with the one with ourselves. And we can, you know, we can start things before they stop or block our blessings. And um, so I, I'm in the process of continuously trying to uh, let, you know, remove my guards, peel back layers, get over myself. And um, I'm, I'm grateful for the response so far. It feels really nice. So is that how the collection came together? I mean, is this, are, are these all new songs that you had written that you noticed started speaking to the same thing? Or did you intentionally want to, you know, go further into that subject? Over quarantine, I was listening to some songs that have stuck with me for a long time, or just, just songs in my, in my catalog over the years. And I realized that I've been writing about my own experiences with depression and anxiety through the years. And as I was listening to this stuff, I was going through a really, really difficult time within my mind and with feeling unable to see a future where I, you know, believed I could be happy, that I could find a light again. And I realized that if I didn't channel this feeling into music, that I might, uh, that I, I wasn't sure what was gonna happen next. And so I came to, to music like I have since I was a little girl. And um, I realized that I needed to write about these things that I was feeling in order to even be able to make another album. So I'm considering this an EP and um, a capsule, if you will, a time capsule of where I was in this particular depression when I was just really trying to, to just, you know, metaphorically smack myself and wake up out of it and just don't think about it. Just don't think about, you know, your doom spiraling and don't think about your worst case scenario and don't think about the past or the future or anything, but that's easier said than done. So I kind of wrote my way through that. Do you find that it's, um, exploring in real time like did you want these songs to offer answers at all to anyone who's listening or is this just the process of the moment that you're in reflected I don't have any answers really I'm I'm figuring out what works for me and I think that it's it's really tricky when you start telling other people what the answer is for them so I'm no expert I'm barely an expert in myself you know but but I'm getting closer every day to really feeling like I am the authority for my own life. And like, I do trust myself to take care of myself. And that's through an immense amount of trial and error and making really weird choices and making some pretty good ones that I let, that I you know can live with and that I enjoy. Um, but no, this is more of an exploration, like you said, and just getting curious and, and being as 
raw and transparent as possible. And I, it, what was really amazing through this process is that I found that the more I opened up, especially with the people I was collaborating with on making this music, the more I realized that even people that you think like don't don't ruminate, you know, in their head or that they have it all figured out or that they're super, you know, Zen or whatever. Most of us, most of us are struggling with something. And that, that was what kept me going through it as well. Um, kept me really wanting to, to follow through and, and deliver this EP as the kind of concept that it was and, and not deviate from that. I will say as a listener, as a fan too, it's so helpful to have these subjects all kind of in one place for the same reason when I'm sad, like most of us, I don't listen to a happy song when I'm sad. I want to lean into that. I want more (laughs) sad songs. You know, when I'm happy, I want to listen to happy. It doesn't seem like like working a balance, whatever my emotion is, that's where I want to go. And and if I'm dealing with any of this stuff, it seems like these are the songs I would definitely want, you know, to have. That's, that makes me happy <laughs> but even that you know it, when people are like oh my god I relate to this I'm like oh I'm sorry but I know what you mean and I have tried to not be redundant in this music or to be or to just like in, indulge myself in um just it being like journal entries and yet this is well basically what I'm saying is I get really annoyed. There's something about it that like irks me when artists are like, this is the most honest I've ever been. This is the most vulnerable. And yet here I am telling you that, you know, I never shy away from vulnerability, but this is a, this is just a different, I guess a different perspective on perhaps a different level of of vulnerability. Well, I I will also say that um, if you don't need that, like, I don't want to paint this like it's such a sad project or anything because when I first heard the first single and I didn't know about any of this yet, it was a fun song. I mean, it's still a fun song, you know, that, that type of balance of stuff. Like you can have a good that's time cool. with these songs if you want to. Absolutely. And, and I think that that's an interesting thing to play with is juxtaposition is like, okay, well, there's this hard ass beat and these melodies that are going to get stuck in your head. And it's not all just like, crying in a bathtub it's also just like literally going through life which might be your your life at times even in a dark time you might have a moment of fun you might have a moment of romance you might have a moment of social socialization or sensuality or you know uh energy you might have those moments but you also might really be in your head about all of it so that's kind of what I'm exploring. As far as the music goes, I mean, were you, you talked about listening to music earlier and I, I didn't quite know if you were talking about your own or other people's music to get an idea for this, but, but do you find yourself, especially on this set, kind of thinking like, oh, this person's done it. I like the way they've done it. I like the sound. Let's incorporate that. Did that make its way into this record? Yes. Yes. I'm always drawing inspiration from particularly artists of the past that, that have really shaped and influenced me. And one artist and album that gave me the confidence to, to do a whole like project around this concept and, and this experience is Joni Mitchell's album called Blue, where she wrote about one of her depressions. And one of, you know, she was, there was a lot of reconciling with her own decisions and with her patterns. And she's always 
she's the pinnacle of songwriting to me. Like, I'm just, I love how she was never trying to paint herself as a perfect person or as a quote unquote good woman, whatever that may be. And I really related because sometimes I even was like, well, I've, I've made too many mistakes in my personal life or I've, I've, you know, I've been selfish. And she, she wrote about that in a way that um, always really inspired me to, to be unafraid. Um, Amy Winehouse is, is that type of writer to me as well. And then as far as sonically, I have been continued to be inspired by what I consider to be like classic R&B and meeting pop of like the 90s and 2000s. So I'm thinking Usher 8701 and Confessions. I'm thinking Justin Timberlake, Future Sex Love Sound. I'm thinking the progressive production of Timbaland when he was producing for Aaliyah and how exciting it was like to have just such experimentation. Um, and also I'm just inspired by the state of R&B right now with what her is doing and Snow Allegra and uh, Victoria Monet, uh, Silk Sonic. And it's just, it's a really great time to, to be making R&B music. And there's such a cool synthesis of inspiration that's finding its way into this melting pot so we can all have our own flavoring to what we wanna call R&B or pop or whatever. I definitely hear some of those sounds in there you're talking about with the late 90s, early 2000s and the music. The Joni Mitchell, I love that you said that. I mean, Blue, it's what it's one of the greatest albums of all time. It's the 50th anniversary year this year. I've got a copy right over my shoulder that um, oh. it was the first thing, the first gift my wife ever bought me was the uh, the vinyl version of that. And it's a very I mean, thoughtful gift. It's, it's yeah, still I getting uh, a lot of a lot of miles around here on that one. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. This set follows the music that you put out last year. and it, it, Talking about uh, the change, which I think I remember reading went along with the Biden campaign, uh, the Natural Woman cover, which it also seems like while that's not a direct, you know, you talk about her. I mean, she does a lot of this in that direction as well those two songs especially kind of do focus in, tw in, a, in, a, in a specific direction is what I want to get at here. Is that something that you're finding yourself kind of moving towards as well? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, what, what specific direction? Well, when you put together those two songs with the, with the change in natural woman, I, I do feel like there's, um, I, I don't want to broadly say political because it's not exactly that. And I know I'm, I'm kind of searching for my own words as I'm getting at the question here. But there is a really direct approach that seems to be a bit of ownership that does seem to be speaking to the moments uh, at mm. this time. That's not just personal, but it's also outward as a very personal moment. Well, I, as much as I am 
a songwriter and just consider myself, I'm blessed to live the life of an artist and I get to play and experiment and all those things. But my first, my first love and what I feel most confident in sometimes, most of the time is singing, you know, is being a singer. So when I have the opportunity to sing a song like The Change that Diane Warren hit me about and, you know, asked if I would be, I would sing this for the, that campaign, uh, I, I, I took the opportunity uh, and I was, you know, honored to be a part of that moment in time. I think that there are so many things going on that we will never be privy to. So when it pertains to politics, I really am not, uh, I'm not big on jumping out and saying, this is what you should do, or this is what I'm doing, or um, when it comes to social justice, when it comes to human beings, I feel confident in talking about human beings and in talking about things that I think are, that are right and things that I think are fair. But um, as far as politics and things like that, I don't necessarily see myself waving, you know, uh, a party's flag, for, for example, or anything like that. But yeah, I, I don't know. Every... Every new day makes me want to try something new musically. And in this season, I know that whatever comes after trying not to think about it will be a reflection of where I am at that time. And I knew that I had to write this EP about what I was going through. Otherwise, I might not be able to come out of it. Because when you're in that moment of, for me, depression sometimes manifests as just being exhausted and wanting to sleep all day and, and wanting to isolate and not really be in the mix at all and just kind of count, counting myself out. And I had to actively try to break that. So now that I don't feel that way currently, it'll be interesting to see how after tour and everything, you know, where, where the next where the next inspiration comes from. And my hope is that it is outside of myself though, to be honest with you, because I'm sick of myself. So I, um, to, to get back to kind of the points you were making with your question, I, there's a whole breadth of experiences that people go through. And I am most interested in the human experience, but it doesn't just need to be mine. Social justice would have been so much finer of a point if I'd said that because that's exactly what I meant and I just couldn't get there. <laughs> um, you mentioned the tour and, and you're going to do some dates this year too. Uh, well, so as fans, what can we expect? Because everything is so different this year, especially with yeah. touring. I think you're doing, as I read right now, six dates. Yes. So these will be the most intimate shows that I've done in years. And I'm just so eager to, to get out there and to feel that human connection, because I think that's the, the greatest pleasure that I have as an artist. It's, it's like the most amazing joy to be in a room and to, and to all be singing lyrics that you all relate to, to some extent, and that like move you. So I can't wait to make this a real event and a experience for my fans, uh, especially since they sold out these dates so quickly, it really motivates me to make this a night that they'll never forget. And kind of, uh, as soon as they step into the to the venue, I want them to to feel 
seen and taken care of and like everything was thought out for them. Well, I've seen the excitement online of people talking about these shows and those sing-along moments. I know a lot of people are looking forward to. It, it kind of brings up um, uh, a lot of your uh, your older records got the re-recorded versions. And I've, I've seen the question being asked a lot because now they're streaming. If you have any plans of doing a physical versions of those as well. Oh, good question. You know, like there's actually a lot behind the scenes that I didn't know about that goes into like how long it takes to um to do a vinyl press or to, to do physical CDs and, and things like that. So I don't see why not, but we, we're not, I'm not about to drop it on you. Like, and be like, ha look what I did. Cause it's just <laughs> not, it's not my focus right now. I'm, I'm focused on new, new music, but um, I also would love my fans to have the opportunity to have physical versions if they, if they want them. Well, it's it right now, especially the vinyl uh, to get a vinyl turnaround is forever. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's a, I'm like, it's amazing. how long? Yeah. What? Yeah. You want to make a buck these days? Open a vinyl pressing plant. Uh, you I can run the world. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, trying not to think about it. And, and again, this first single with, with Worst, I assume. Uh, it's always so great to hear what you're doing and to hear this new music. And, and you know, I think everyone hates to hear that any of us are going through rough times but that you've been able to articulate it in such a beautiful way. Um, we're all so grateful for that. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you. My thanks to Jojo again. The new EP is called Try Not to Think About It. And a big thanks to you for checking out this episode. Uh, again, before you get out of here, hit that subscribe button at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with so you can keep up with uh, all the new interviews that we put out every single week. It's three brand new ones every single week to keep up with all of your favorite artists. After that, head over to WFPK.org where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, News, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots. That's uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Are you able to hear me well or no? It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.